In a world gone mad, only rationality and common sense can save it. It's Andrew and Jerry Save the World with your hosts, Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers. And now, here's Andrew and Jerry. Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Andrew and Jerry Save the World, episode 57. Andrew and Jerry have seen the lights go down on Broadway. We've seen the Empire State laid low, haven't we, Jerry? Indeed. In fact, I mean, I, I was thinking about this, uh, have been thinking about this for some time now, and that is the 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 America that I love uh, has rapidly accelerated uh, toward something that is unrecognizable. And I know, you know, we want to talk about the Trump indictment and how it's untethered from the law. But it's deeper no, than that. You know, I, I said hold to on, you hold yesterday. On, hold yeah. on for a second. You're going to yeah, you said this to me yesterday. I don't think we necessarily need to even talk about the Trump indictment at this point. Right. Because I think I think we've both I mean, you haven't you haven't covered it on the air yet. You may want to talk about it, but I, I don't know what we can add at this point to it. But you were saying, I'm sorry. I, interrupted well, I mean, we, we, we could just add we, we could just add the truth. Yes. And and then move on. I mean, the, yeah. the, the truth is, is that uh, it's untethered from the law. Uh, this shows us. Put the Trump indictment in the context of everything else that has happened recently. Right. Uh, The GOP Republicans lost a Supreme Court uh, justice race in Wisconsin. Uh, Chicago, uh, Chicago uh, elected a radical progressive race baiter uh, uh, as their next mayor, even even after uh, what's going on there with the former mayor, Mayor Lightfoot and and her and and the and the criminality and the violence in that city. I mean, put it together with um, uh, with with what's happening in terms of the transgendered uh, movement. Look, uh, I woke up this morning where uh, a uh, uh, a female athlete who now works with a conservative group. I think she works with uh, IWF, uh, IWF, Independent, Independent Women's, Women's Forum, Forum, and how she went to give a talk about. Uh, uh, the state of, of, of female uh, sports programs and universities. And she literally was assaulted. You know, so, uh, this, I mean, this is happening. What happened at VCU yeah. last week with uh, yes. the representative students for life coming in and also having that talk shut down in contravention of university policy. So, uh, so what I said to you yesterday, you when you, you, said when you yesterday. were, you were on uh, what, Tony, you were covering for Tony Katz, Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, there we've experienced, our own French revolution. And too many Americans don't even realize it, that their public schools have been compromised. Listen to me. If you're in a blue state, maybe even a red state, if you're in a blue state, uh, your children are being taught, being groomed uh, by uh, a transgender LGBTQ plus agenda. Uh, if, If think about crime. I just read a story this morning uh, a uh, a a man was let out, no bail. He strangled. Oh yeah, his his, uh, his stepson uh, to death. Yeah. And this was someone who was already out on parole for pistol whipping someone, and the judge let him go. This is a this is a man who has a violent past. But my my point is, this is it. This is the breakdown well, of of our culture, and let's, and, let's... and many many of our side conservatives and christians don't even recognize it 
Well, well, I think they are. I, I think the people are waking up, but we are. We have been so too late. Behind, well, that's exactly it. We've been so behind the eight ball yeah. for so long, right? It gets to what you've talked about in terms of this concept of the gradual decline and, and then the sudden drop off, right? Sure. You know, it, it literally it's like a continental shelf almost, where you 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 have the beach, you go off the beach, you go down, then all of a sudden there's a there's a shelf down into the the abyss, literally the abyss below. By the way, the the reference, um, seeing the lights go down on Broadway. Uh, is to a a Billy Joel song called Miami 2017, right? Miami 2017, that's what it was, uh, which is a weird, when you're a kid, you don't think about this and you don't realize that it's a this post-apocalyptic vision of the way America was going to look in 2017. Well, well, New York in particular. New York in particular. Um, yes, the, it, you know, it, the the kind of dystopian vision that gave rise to great movies like right. Escape from New York. Now, the thing is, Billy yeah, Joel wrote one. that song in the 70s. Yes. Uh, and again, New York City, but urban America broadly was uh, was going through a period where most Americans believed the cities were ungovernable. Right. He wrote this song. But to Billy Joel's credit, he was out in Los Angeles. He was in California when he wrote that song. And do you know what he did? He packed up and moved back to New York. Yeah, because he wanted, he wanted to go down swinging. Well, he did. And he I, wanted to go down swinging, but also he he had been sort of hiding from the record, the, his first record label for a year. There was a whole thing. <laughs> but going regard, on it's, it's, so it's hard. It's hard to hide it. in California. Yes. But but my yes. my point is is that listen, yeah. I'm gonna I will I will quote. It's it's got an awful bridge, but uh, but uh, uh, um, uh, Neil Diamond, L.A. is fine, but it ain't home. New York's home, but it ain't mine no more. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, sorry. I think, but I think, I think again, broadly, if 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 you're if you're a Christian, a person of faith, uh, you know, um, if you're a conservative, orthodox in any way, traditionalist, uh, the country has, in such a short time, just tipped. Well, it, it, okay. So so let's tie a bunch of things together on this, Jerry, because I also know we want to do a, a, a tight show today because we're recording this on Good Friday. But let's tie a bunch of, I mean, you know, just in this week, right? Just in this week, in terms of these stories, we've got um, uh, we've got the Riley Gaines story out of San Francisco State, her being essentially held hostage and, and, and assaulted there. We've got the Dylan Mulvaney being the spokesman for Bud Light and and other sort of uh, corporate entities going down this road. Jack Daniels going down the road of this LGBTQIA, uh, the transgender issue. Yeah. Um, I, I know you want to talk about Nashville. So you I'm, had the the country, the country, the country music awards. Country music um, awards uh, again. A, a couple three days after after Christian children are shot up by a transgendered radical, you have the Country Music Awards uh, bringing on stage uh, the uh, drag queens. So, so at the same time, you had the finally the the governor of Indiana on Wednesday. He signed a bill. Now he had said earlier in the week that he wasn't sure what he was going to do. A Republican governor in a state like Indiana, unsure of what he's going to do on a on a bill that is supposed to protect kids from essentially having their bodies mutilated and, and used as science experiments in the name of the right. LGBTQIA agenda. Then the ACLU of Indiana is turned around and is suing the state over this. I want to get to this in a second, Jerry, because I got a question for you. Um, and, and at the same time, we have 
the uh, the Department of Education, the Federal Department of Education, announcing that they're going in a rulemaking on transgender athletes in sports, which is essentially going to destroy women's sports. Which, which you know, other folks thankfully have pointed out that there is some real deep misogyny at work here. But but I want to want to set this aside for a minute, Jerry, because I don't know if you heard. I, you probably didn't hear any of my segments uh, on this when I was filling in for Tony Katz. Reading through the press release that the ACLU she signed. And at the age of You're right. There we go. Um, and they quote, uh, uh, among the plaintiffs in the ACLU's lawsuit, Jerry, are two parents of a 10-year-old boy that they refer to as their daughter. And they say that for the last seven years, six, seven years, their son, their, I'm sorry, the son's not in quotes, their son has been living as a girl following the advice of a, a pediatrician and a therapist from when the kid was three and a half years old. Can you imagine you allowing a three-year-old to decide their own gender? How, how and about instead this, Gary? Of, I don't know of a circumstance. Now, maybe you can educate me on this. I don't know of a circumstance in which a three-year-old would be in therapy, apart from situations in which there's been some major trauma in that three-year-old's life. You know, the death of a parent, some kind of an abuse, some kind of witness of, of some kind of abject violence, some kind of major trauma. But the idea that a three-year-old will be put into therapy, that to me, right, and I said this on the air and I stand by this, that is a failure of parenthood. Uh, again, absent some kind of outside force creating some kind of trauma. There's something wrong with you if you're a parent and your kid needs therapy at the age of three. Well, what's, and, wor what's, yeah. worse, what's worse is if you're a parent and you let your son uh, uh, live in the delusion, uh, the mental health sickness, uh, believing that he's a girl. Right, right. See, and, this, is, and this, is why, this is why, Andrew, I've said to you this week a couple of times now, all is lost. You want to know why? Uh, let me connect it. You want to know why? Uh, you want to know why uh, Jack Daniels uh, can put drag queens on their label? Why Budweiser can put a transgendered activist on their label? Do you know why I watch Up TV? Up TV is supposed to be the the family friendly uh, TV station, uh, and it's running commercials with transgendered uh, characters. Wow. Uh, again the reason why this is all happening is because we're we're now on our third generation but we've yes. raised two generations uh where they were taught there is no truth there is no god there is no right and wrong uh, it's only what you believe uh and so therefore they are now uh not only the marketers but those who to whom we're marketing to well, this and so my point to our, yeah. to our listeners this isn't going to get better it's only going to get worse well, and so therefore, yeah. my point is, and I want to drive this home, is I think people of, uh, of, of, of traditional values, we need to begin to rally around each other to yes. create communities so we can well, raise our kids, so we can have a livelihood. Andrew, do you realize that up at Real Clear Policy, where I'm the editor, uh, medical schools are requiring uh, uh, students to take a DEI oath. Now uh, this... you have uh, universities requiring yeah. professors to take an oath to mm -hmm. uh, to uh, equity. And again, watch equity. So... For them, it means taking someone who looks like someone who once was discriminated against, right. and 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 raising them up to discriminate against someone 
who looks like someone who who centuries ago might have been uh, in, in, engaged in discrimination. It, 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 this is dangerous. This is so, this Nazism is what it is. Well, okay, and this is where I was fascism. going with this, Jerry. This is this is this is where I was going with this because I I want you to envision a world. You know, in in the depths of dystopian sci-fi. Actually, I shouldn't say that you you couldn't imagine this because I think things like this have been imagined in the past. But we're talking about a society in which the government policies are detached from reality to drive a particular agenda. Right? This this you know we could listen. Not even let's not even go down the road of of Nazism and Nazi Germany. We could also go down the road of Stalinism or Maoism. Probably Maoism is probably the 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 better analog here, right? Where you have policies that are being driven by magical thinking that are being driven by ideology instead of objective reality, where people are told that if they don't swear the appropriate oath to whatever this ideology is, whether it is some kind of anti-Semitic driven ideology or some kind of Marxist Leninist driven ideology or some kind of Maoist cultural revolution ideology or some kind of DEI. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. Jerry, this is all, this is the point is that, is that you swear, you swear your allegiance to the ideology and you swear that as Orwell would have said, two plus two is five, right? You, you believe, and you believe that two plus two is five, right? That's, that's the, 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 the tipping point, I guess, Jerry, is what we're talking about here. Because it's one thing to just swear. And this Orwell made this point in 1984. And, and, I, and he was right on. I don't know when the last time you read 1984 was, Jerry. But you will recall that in talking about this, in being interrogated, Winston Smith is told, it's not enough that you parrot what we're saying. I don't believe you when you say you know that 2 plus 2 is 5, Winston Smith. I need to know that you believe that two plus two is five, if that's what the party has told you to believe. Right. And that's what we're creating is this system in which it is this ideology and people actually genuinely believe it. You know, it's funny. I was, I was just watching a video, a reel, and uh, there were these pro-abortion protesters. And again, it's very interesting. Uh, There's a real good piece over at First Things uh, this morning talking about how the abortion debate has gone off the rails where where it used to be again the clinton the clinton position of safe rare and legal has turned into celebrating and everyone must celebrate abortion right. and 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 anyway so there's this reel where this this young girl is protesting and she's asked the question well you know why why do you why do you, why do you support abortion why are you Again, I'm not even sure if you can use the word choice anymore because they don't believe in choice. Right. They believe abortion should be mandated and it should be celebrated and taxpayers should pay for it. It should right. be celebrated, you know, should be it part is, of the it culture. Has, it, listen, it is all of the trappings of a death cult in a very real way. Right. Ahead, so anyway, but, but she said, she says, well, uh, because uh, I don't believe life begins at conception. And the, the, the person she's talking to on camera is like, well, I mean. Uh, we know from science uh, and and we know from biology. We know uh, from from all you know all the data and evidence that yes, there's a unique life at at conception. Uh, and then she said uh, something that was uh, something that w- that struck me. She goes, "Well, I don't believe that. You, so you don't believe the science. You don't right. believe the biology. I don't believe it. And and, and that's it right there. Because right. and we've talked about this Listen. and we've talked about this for for a decade." For the left, this is a religion. 
Yes. This is they accept certain things on faith. You you brought this up. It's not enough just to say it or to parrot right. the line. You have to believe it. But the only way to believe it uh, is to is to take it as a matter of faith. Right. There, and, and sorry, go ahead. But and that and that's that's the battle we're in. And I think too many Americans don't realize it. This is not just a political battle. We've lost the politics. We've lost the culture. We're not going back, but we can still uh, uh, we only stand our post pushback for truth. And that's the only thing to do now is to speak the truth. See, there are still too many who want to uh, want to uh, like the David French uh, type uh, school of thinking or the um, Jonah Goldberg well, school this, of thinking. Right. They they want they want to they they want to respond. With a certain kind of kindness and 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 I look. I, I, let me say this real quick. Well, I, this, I said, this I said, gets us into I, this gets us into the Tennessee thing. I, Go ahead. I sent this. I sent this to my kids because uh, I have a. I have a, Liam's only eight years old, but my girls are older. You know, um, uh, Grace is thirteen, Maddie's sixteen. You know, Bridget and Claire are both in their twenties, and they're they're now. This is now their lives, right? Even though they go to Catholic school, and even though we go to church. You know, they spend 99% of their time in the world. So I sent them a piece. Again, let me just, if you don't mind, let me just, let me just a, a point of personal privilege. So there, there, there is a, uh, there's an activist, a, a, a Christian activist uh, who was a lesbian and, uh, and, uh, and she accepted Christ as her savior and, uh, and, and, and changed how she was living. Uh, you know, who knows if she fell backwards and and sinned? We all do, but she 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 cha- she literally repented. She was living a certain way, and then she repented and stopped living that way. Right. However, because she was from the LGBTQ plus community, uh, she had relationships, and she wanted to be kind, and she wanted to um, offer uh, you know a, a truce, a, a, a peace, and so she she engaged in the whole pronoun uh, uh, endeavor where where she would call a boy a girl or yeah. he a she and she a he well she just wrote this uh uh substack piece that i that i would that it's 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 amazing and she writes about how she's repenting of that that this is the whole problem the problem is is that we're trying to win over the left with a certain kind of acceptance and kindness sure. and and what and she, and, and she makes a point she goes I, I i will no longer use the wrong pronouns it's sinful and I agree with her. Yeah. It is it, it's it's sinful to use the wrong pronouns. But besides that, she tells a story of a young girl uh, who again was uh, was uh, transgendered, and uh, everyone just accepted it and celebrated it. Called her the new pronoun. Her mom and dad never affirmed it. They right. loved her. They loved her. They never they never disowned her. But they would not engage in the self delusion. Never called her him anyway this young girl found christ and and even though she had a mastectomy and some other issues she uh she detransitioned uh and now and and she now she can't trust anyone but her parents right because her parents never lied to her sure that, that yes you are a him but everyone else lied to her right and my point is to those who want to impact the culture still and want to push back on politics we have to just tell the truth. We well, have to tr- we, we have to trust the truth. Let's, let's, whether it's let's, right, right, whether it's COVID policies or whether it's trans policies, whatever the policy or the issue, speak the truth. Let's let's be let's put a fine point on that for a second, Jerry, because what you're talking about here 
it, it is resistance in a in a very fundamental and important way, right? It is essentially right the old the old allegory of the emperor's new new clothes, right? You had a whole culture and society that would that would when the emperor walked around naked, they would say, "Oh, that's the the finest clothes you have on." Until some boy stood up there and said, "Hey, why aren't you wearing any clothes?" The the right. point is, it is the pull of forcing people to not forcing i'm sorry it is the pull of encouraging people to engage in this ob- in this subjective reality in this surreality um as a way of societal acceptance this is what keeps society crazy you know it, it fundamentally right the message of the film gaslight or gas yeah gaslight is the name of the film the concept concept is gaslighting is that the husband was doing subtle things around the house to confuse yeah, yeah, his yes. wife. And 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 in doing so, because she was trying to hold on to reality, um, she was being driven crazy. And that's the point that I'm making here. I'm sorry. I, 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 no, I get it. I, I understand. But, the, but, but, the, but the, ch- the challenge is, though, or the reality no, no, hold is. Hold on, Jerry. Let, that, me, let, me, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me underscore the point. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Let me. I, I think I can. I think I can find the thread here. Every time you are you are forced to deny reality, and you are to accept the surreality over what is real, that is what drives you a little bit more crazy. And maybe the mass hysteria that we're seeing on a whole host of issues, you know, like when you have thousands of people showing up, thousands of kids showing up in Nashville um to to do that or uh, listen i'll take the, the the flip side of this thousands of people showing up in washington dc um to protest an election that they know there's something wrong with but they can't put their fingers on it and they've got a whole host of people in the media telling them that they're going crazy they're the crazy ones this is what drives them crazy this is what drives people to do these things yeah i'm sorry i do you know no, you're, you're you're correct but the right. levers of power are controlled by, by by the progressives by those uh, you know the equity cult no but progressives and, jerry but we talked about this it's the elitist right and the way that the elitists stay in power is by keeping the populace crazy and off right. and off balance and confused about what's which really you know and, and which again in our private conversations we've talked about um we're we're like rome yes where you know it's no wonder why um uh professional athletes get tens of millions of dollars it's a distraction for us right Look, Bread and circuses. i want to say this because i talked about it on on the radio program on sunday and that is so we had a trans uh, gendered person uh radicalized go into a christian school and murder six people including uh three children one of whom a nine-year-old girl was shot as she was trying to pull the alarm to warn her classmates right think about that yeah Think about that little girl, and and again, right. what kind of evil it takes uh, to shoot her. But that's that's it, right? We don't use the word evil. We don't use the word sin in America today. Uh, we live in a, we live in in an America, a dystopian type America, where where the uh, the group from which this murderer comes from was celebrated. There yes. was uh, at the White House the. A trans visibility day uh, where Joe Biden said the trans community is the heart and soul of America. You had in states around the country, including Maryland, uh, 
Uh, you had uh, Governor Wes Moore sign a Trans Visibility Day. Uh, you had a Trans Day of Vengeance that same week. You had ABC News and other outlets saying that what drove the killer to kill was essentially Orthodox Christianity. I mean, they were blaming, oh, right, again, right, in Jerry, real time, victim blaming. Right. This, Yes, the, the students going into the Tennessee Capitol and saying that there were seven victims. No, there were six. There yeah. was a perpetrator. And there, but she was not uh, the 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 trans the, the trans radical organization, um, right? All the the reaction network saying that that. But that, you know, but you Andrew, know. sometimes you expect the radicals to be radical. You expect children not to know, uh, not to know things yet. However, y- you had serious news journalists doing the same thing, right? right. It, but again, it, that's the whole point: is that a kid? And and this is the thing: I want to be really clear about something here. And there are two things that are going on. Uh, the the rights and, and the, the people who are upset on the right about Bud Light and Jack Daniels and Nike and whatever, especially on the Dylan Mulvaney stuff, it's not just it, it, it's not that it, it's it's that we've just had this situation in which these schools were shot up, and then this transgender person who I don't really think is transgender, by the way, and I do like the way John Justice categorizes this he calls it gender cosplay yeah um which i think is a a great way of putting it um this is someone who is pretending to be a woman and and doing the worst the grossest caricature of what a woman is which i i would think that any woman would find offensive let me let me add something here by the way jerry we talk about truth telling this is why i have a great deal of sympathy and greater respect for what are called um um uh, the turfs i know you're familiar with this term Right. Uh, these are trans exclusionary radical feminists. These are feminists who who look at this situation with with what's going on with the with the athletes and what and people like Dylan Mulvaney, and they say, you know something, they are not women, and they should not be included. All the things that we have fought for that are now being taken by men who want to pretend to be women. This is not the America that we signed up for. This is not the feminist movement we signed up for. And, but and, but sorry, it's the reality. It's the reality. And he, 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 here, here's here's what I think. Um, you know, you had these gun activists and other activists, uh, 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 trans activists and gun and anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment activists uh, storm uh, the Tennessee Capitol, take right. it over. Uh, and you had three legislators, uh, two of whom were actually directing the the right. the, the mob. Uh, and they were they were um, they have been uh, expelled from the Tennessee uh, legislature. Right now, the left, instead of saying, oh, my goodness, how can legislators uh, direct the mob, help the mob, break the rules, break the law? Uh, that's 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 a mini uh, Byron York from The Washington Examiner right. said it was a mini January 6th. Absolutely. Uh, but but today, this morning, and you know this, and any, anyone listening to us, if you were watching MSNBC, if you were watching Morning Joe, if you were watching CNN, uh, these two legislators, uh, two of whom were expelled because they helped lead the rebellion, the rebellion, the mob. One was uh, was not was not um, expelled because she did not engage in the uh, in the directing the mob. But regardless, two are expelled. They're all over. They're all over the news media today. Sure, they're heroes as heroes. Yes. But again, there, there, there's a new story. New story. American greatness had a piece yesterday, uh, 
about how one of the January 6th, <coughs> excuse me, uh, defendants, still in jail, by the way, two years right. later, is still in jail, uh, was watching uh, uh, Tucker Carlson and uh, other prisoners attacked him and stabbed him. Yeah. I, 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 again, so right. you have you have two mobs take over a cap capitals, right? One, this is insurrection. This is the greatest uh, threat to democracy. Exactly. And people are still in jail. The 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 government has withheld evidence. They have essentially persecuted hundreds of Americans. Right. And then you have this other mob. And now that mob is celebrated. Right. That's right. For doing almost exactly the same thing. Well, I would say over. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, the 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 exact same thing. And and, and that's and that and they and they and, and right. Stop, and then, stopping government on, pr procedures, stopping and, government action. And, and and the expulsion of these two uh, legislators for for aiding and abetting this kind of rioting. Right. Let's 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 be really clear. Right. If January 6th was a riot, as you and I have said, yeah, interfering with the official proceedings of government and, and folks got in and rioted, then certainly the same thing can be said about this. If January 6th was a threat to democracy, but what what are what are these what is the left saying about these legislators? Well, the legislators were being expelled, that's a threat to democracy. Right. I mean, it 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 is, and and this is what I'm saying in terms of promoting the mass hysteria. This is where we come down. And we say the, the the cognitive dissonance. Do do you 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 can't believe what is in front of your eyes, because because you know they they're they're lying to you. And this may be and, the most tinfoil hat conspiracy theorizing show we've ever done. No, but it's not. And I, yes. I, what I want to do is I want to I want to um. I want to I want to make clear here because I don't want to be like Sean Hannity or right. or others where they're just ranting about the problem. I think the solution to this uh, is to, and you know, it, the irony here is that you know, you and I have gone back and forth with Donald Trump. We were, we were, we were not enthusiastic about his campaign in 2016. I was as as close to never Trump as as you could be. Right. He becomes president. Um, I was, I was, uh, I was uh, converted because I was an anti anti Trumper. His enemies were my enemies, so to speak. And so and he was so unfairly treated that you couldn't help but defend him. And then, of course, uh, he comes up with the tax cuts. He comes up right. with uh, putting uh, the uh, Israeli uh, U.S. embassy in, into Jerusalem. He he actually did what he said he was going to do. So you had to support his policies. Right. But then again, you had the post the post election Donald Trump, where arguably and you know, I've said this. You know he cost uh, he cost the Republicans Agreed. the two Senate seats in in Georgia. I mean, I, I I'd make the argument that um, he's he's done he's he's done more harm than good post presidency. But that being said, you and I that was a long lead. I apologize, but you and I talked about the reason why they hated him, and and one reason why I began to support Trump back then was because he didn't let anything lie. Right. He went right. at even the most you know, the small offense he went after. This is what Mary and, Walters said on the, on the air yesterday as well. Yeah. And right. I think that's the solution today. We can't let anything lie. Right. Every time they tell an untruth, we have to, in our own way, we have to correct it. If you're a parent and your children are in public school and they're teaching your kindergartner, your first grader, second grader uh, uh, about how to masturbate, 
on how to masturbate their friends right, in seventh. Don't don't. Tunt. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to make a joke. I won't no, I, but I'm just saying this is you know this, this is what they're teaching little kids. Right. So a parent should go and say no. Yeah. Not. Well, this, right, this is wrong. Is, I'm talking about this is what gets me about this story about the Michelangelo's David thing down in. Uh, uh, I didn't follow in, that. I saw it. I thought it was I mean, basically a Christian school. They teach about art history. Right. And before they teach about Michelangelo's David, uh, they usually send a letter out ab about this. And apparently the letter didn't go out. And so all of a sudden kids see a statue of a naked boy. And and people get upset. But remember, this is a conservative Christian school. This is not a public school. There's a difference here in terms of this. And right. we're not talking about high school students who are learning about, you know, great art. I mean, these are elementary school students. Okay, and, and, and watch the downside of just just letting parents know what's being taught. Hundred percent. And yet, when now we're talking about, well, they want to ban, they want to ban art, and they want to ban books, but they don't want to ban guns. No. Again, you know, the funny thing. The funny thing is, they keep on saying that. Yeah. that the right wants to ban books. I have yet to find any evidence of the right wanting to ban books. What right. they've said is uh, in a curriculum for for first graders, these books shouldn't be used. Right. That's and, not banning and, and, books. And, and again, we go down to it. If you're about a, a curriculum for second, third, fourth junior high school students containing sexually explicit material, maybe as parents, we don't want our kids reading this. I mean, they're exposed to so much already, uh, right? This is the this is the issue, uh, you know, the and and the and the you know the sexualization of kids and how kids are getting exposed to things. This is a problem, and to say that that it's not going to affect kids' brains, we know we know that it affects kids' yeah. brains. And, and here, you know, here's the bottom line for me: Why are we talking to any children about sex? Period in school. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, I, I, I mean, this is, and, 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 and I, I like the West Wing. Remember the old show? No, yeah, I never, I never watched it. I watched it. I watched it's, a handful um, of episodes. But... There's, it, it is extraordinarily liberal. Yes, and and it's very preachy. Right. It's it's. However, it's, hold on for a second. It's yeah. the it's it's the liberals, and I'm going to use the phrase the liberals' wet dream of what they always wanted a liberal president to be. Right. Yes. You know, with, with, with absolutely no with no uh, 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 consequences for the political realities of it. Go ahead. Right. But my point is, is that I do like it. I I, I, I enjoy the dialogue. I, there's some history to it. I find the rapport uh, with the characters it, 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 very charming, especially in the first the first four seasons. Yeah. But regardless, I'm, I'm rewatching it now. And it's just it's amazing. The. Uh, there's an episode on on uh, on s teaching sex education and how we have to teach kids about sex. They're having sex anyway, and how the the stats are this or stats are that. There's an episode on gun control and how we have to get to guns, and and uh, there's an episode on homosexuality and gay issues. And the funny thing is, is that I wish I was a writer on the show. Uh, D.D. Myers was a writer, you know, the yeah. uh, the Bill Clinton uh, yeah. uh, spokesperson. Uh, press uh, spokesperson. Because I, you know, because because they're so wrong about everything. Yes. But the funny thing is that this show uh, debuted in '99. Yes. All their issues are now mainstream. Yeah. All these issues that were controversial, provocative in 1999, we're not only teaching sex education in our public schools. We're literally teaching. I, I, I'm sorry to say this again, Mom. 
We're literally teaching kindergartners and first graders how to masturbate. Yeah. I'm not even sure if a five-year-old can masturbate for crying out loud. I don't even want to think about it. Right. Right. Exactly. But this is what, this is now the big push in our schools. And you know, this we've had a COVID, uh, COVID, uh, uh, impact on young people right. where where their learning disabilities and learning delays very serious business mental health issues and socialization we know that we've 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 lost a decade of learning uh because of the shutdowns we know that in cities like chicago like baltimore like uh, the bronx and new york like philadelphia like la that we are graduating uh, uh children who cannot read read and write but yet the focus the focus of the teachers unions the focus of the educational establishment isn't to teach history or math or English, isn't to teach reading. It's literally to teach children sex. Well, yeah, I, I, and, and sexualized and topics. Well, I, and and add to this, Jerry. Right? You you Why? get kids, you get kids the, down this road at an early age, then you add into it, especially for young women, girls social media and phones and access to this and the pressures that are there you add to that then the lack of socialization right you know we to pull it back way back from the sex issue between covid and the proliferation of cell phones we have kids who are unable to talk to each other in a very real sense um, you know, and then you get the continued infantilization of, of all of this. Actually, let me let me let me turn our attention sort of elsewhere as we're talking about these LGBTQIA issues, because it's something that came up in the discussion of this uh, Indiana bill that was signed into law this week. Um, and and the left's over the top reaction to this is exemplified by the ACU's lawsuit in response. We are in a world, Jerry, where we and we've you and I have talked about age and 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 maturity in terms of you know the ages at which we allow kids to do things and i've said and i mean this in a very real way we need to raise the voting age back from 18 to 21 um but but one of the examples that i was talking about over the weekend jerry is we don't allow kids under the age of 18 to buy cigarettes i'm sorry under the age of 21 now to buy cigarettes right they've now raised the age to 21 um we 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 don't want them to vape. There's a huge uh, push. We've, we're banning flavored tobacco, um, uh, whether it's you know w- whether it's menthol cigarettes or some sort of fruit flavored cigars. Um, we there's a huge ad campaign going on about how vaping affects the mental well being of young people. Right, we we went through this three four years ago about the vaping epidemic. And and that's stuff that can have a permanent in, a permanent impact. We don't let kids make decisions for themselves, even with their parents, as to whether or not they can smoke or 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 vape. And yet we're going to allow them. The only people who and we pass laws about this. Yet the only people who can have a say between uh, 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 as to whether or not a a child is going to mutilate himself or herself, or whether or not they're going to have uh, take life altering medicines to block their their puberty that's only between a, a a parent and and their child i mean again it's a form of insanity go ahead um there's a story it was at fox news earlier in the week a woman uh who was uh, uh attempting to adopt two nine-year-olds yes uh in oregon and uh and was well on her way to adopting these children 
However, she had to affirm uh, the Oregon state, the government's uh, DEI transgendered uh, um, oath. Yeah. And she said, well, as a Christian, I, I can't do that. And now she's being denied uh, the adoption, yeah. uh, not because she's a bad parent, doesn't have the resources, but because she doesn't uh, take the oath. She won't. Right. She, she won't. She won't affirm, uh, celebrate uh, uh, the the transgendered uh, uh, agenda. Uh, look, I said this earlier. It's not it's not going to we're, we're going to see more of this. Right. Of course, we're going to see yeah. because and, 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 and that's because the 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 again, I, I don't want to be mean, but the dumbest generation, the two dumbest generations are now running the show. And, and let's be really clear here. When you say dumb, Jerry's not casting aspersions on their mental acuity or their abilities down the road. What Jerry is saying is that the, we have two successive generations of, of kids that have been so fundamentally in, indoctrinated right. and given this issue of magical thinking and have not been told the way the world really works, that, that they are, that they are ignorant, profoundly right. ignorant. And I mean, this they have is no and, and also idiocracy they, and they have no sense of history. Right. You know, um, uh, someone said this re recently, Victor Davis Hanson, uh, who is a scholar and, uh, you know, he's a he's a right of center yeah. thinker. He said that and he still teaches and 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 he said in university level and he said it's amazing how uh, his students have no sense of history. Right. And and what what frightens him about that is, is that we've learned important lessons from history. All those lessons have been lost on this generation than and the previous well, two this, this... and that that makes for a very scary future well right i mean jerry again we talk about this issue of gaslighting and the creation of mass hysteria and how if you detach people from objective reality that will slowly drive them insane so now i've talked about this in the past right how, how the if you if if you have two views of american history two conflicting views of american history we don't have a common heritage and if you don't have a common heritage as a society, you can't right. come together and solve problems. Right. Yes. But the other part of this is, from what you're talking about and the perspective that you're talking about is, if you are taught that there are no good lessons to be learned from America's history, um, then then and you and you you essentially you view American history through one prism and one prism only, and that's the prism of race. Well, then you're not going to come away with any positive lessons, right? You're going to come away and, and you're you're essentially going to trash the institutions that we think about. It right. is a surefire way of destroying a society. Uh, he, he, you know, I, I thought about this uh, the other day when I told when I said to you that we're experiencing our own kind of French Revolution. Yeah. And for those who aren't familiar, the French Revolution was violent. Yes. And it was anti-liberty. Uh, it was um, it was murderous. And it was, uh, I mean, we've had so many episodes in our in our history. We had we had the Nazis in Germany. We had Mao in China, uh, Stalin uh, right. in in the Soviet Union, Pol Pot in um, in uh, Cambodia, in Cambodia, uh, the French Revolution, uh, genocides in Africa uh, and Asia. I mean, our history is one of the very powerful. Uh, uh, taking and keeping power uh, with murderous actions, you know, and and yeah, 
No, no. It's just say what you will about the American Civil War and to an extent the American Revolution. We, we saw some of this in the American Revolution, but you did not see in the American Civil War at the very least that civil conflict being used to settle old scores. Well, right? ironically, it's happening today. Right. This, 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 <laughs> is, this, is, this is my point is that, you know, whether it was the French Revolution, whether it was Mao, whether it was Nazi Germany, whether it was, you know, the, these societal upheavals, certainly in the various African civil wars. You know, it, um, it's funny. Just recently in California, they're moving rapidly towards reparations. Right. And, and you know, for slavery. And I think, it, again, if, if we understood history, California was never a slave state. California was was entered the union as a free state. Yes. So a state that never had slavery is now going to be the first state, perhaps, to begin paying for reparations. And it's going to be close to a trillion dollars. They're going to bankrupt themselves. Yeah. Uh, I, I think maybe that is part of the at the at the end of the day, part of the solution here that all of these um, ideologies begin to uh, eat their own and to bankrupt, uh, well, to there, bankrupt there's, there's their that. own. I mean, it, it's, but, you know, but the problem is, do you recognize it before it's too late? And that that's what the thing that gets me, right? Because you, you talk about whether it's, again, when you have a society that is focused on, or a movement that is focused on viewing everything through the prism of race, all I can think about is going back to when I say this, knowing we're right in the middle of the Passover holiday, um, you know, going back to the Nuremberg laws, the Nuremberg laws about racial purity in Nazi Germany and how they were going to determine who was a Jew for the purposes of yeah. that, that person's, whether or not that person was going to be allowed to participate in society or whether or not that person was going to be separated from society yeah. sent to uh, and sent to either a concentration camp or who or, pays or and who camp. benefits right uh, just, and, just, and, who pays who and, and we again we're doing it we're doing well, that today and that's what i'm saying is that yeah. you know because in order to go down this road of determining who is beneficial you create these standards that are based upon how, how someone looks or someone's biology you know it, it, it this is not the way we're supposed to do things in america you know, it's interesting. We we, we started the show on the clock, Jerry. By the way, I know I, we started we started the show uh, at least uh, mentioning and yeah. acknowledging the Trump indictment. Yeah, here here here's the thing, and and for those who don't know the phrase "jump the shark," it's from Happy Days. Yes, Happy Days was a popular, awesome program in the '70s and early '80s. Interestingly, on, uh, a spinoff from Love American Style. That's right. I knew that. Yes. Anyway, regardless, there's an episode, you know, infamously, famously, when Fonzie jumps a shark. Yes. And that's when the sitcom All Downhill. Yes. Um, began to fail. So is the Trump indictment, is it is is this the left's jump the shark m moment? And I say that because. And again. There's nothing in this indictment. He broke no law. Uh, maybe a misdemeanor where the statute of limitations has run out. In yep. fact, it, it is it is it is it is so trumped up. It is so ridiculous that all honest men and women should dismiss it. The judge should have dismissed it. Right. So that's how this plays out. For me, uh, will tell us what the near future will <sighs> be like. I, now, I, but I, the second I, thing is the second. Yeah. That's one option that yes. they've jumped a shark and that Americans will wake up. And we might see a, at least for a short period of time, some kind of revival of Americanism and and Western civilization and truth and and all the rest of it. That's one option. 
Uh, the other option, however, is that we've become so warped. Yeah. Uh, and, and I said this to you on the air, the FBI, the DOJ, the IRS, the government, uh, Hollywood, academia, corporate boardrooms. Have we become so warped that we'll never get fair elections again? I, 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 and, I will tell you, Jerry, and, and we'll continue down this, this, I, I this road. I will I will say almost. That what's going to jump the sh- what what will cause the left to have jumped the shark is when essentially when the 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 detachment of reality. Oh, sorry. Let me just push back for a second on the on the on on whether or not the Trump indictment is the left jumping the shark. I, I don't I know think, if it is or not. I'm I, I'm asking the question. No, no, I don't I, know. If I, it is. And I think it's a good question to ask. Yeah. And I, I to me, I would say no because this is exactly what the left wants. Yeah, they know how this is going to play out, and because, as you've pointed out, because we don't have a good RNC chair who can deal with this thanks, on an electoral thanks, level. Thanks, by the way, to Donald Trump. Yes, 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 absolutely. That that we're not going to see the pushback that we need to, to get the organization that we need to to deal with this. Um, to me, it's going to come out when when ESG policies fully wreck the economy. We see the extent of it, right? You know, whatever the next step is with both the Saudis and OPEC decreasing oil production and China while and they're yeah, right, while they're building refineries in, in China. In China, at the same time that China and India are decoupling the you know, themselves and trying to decouple the world economy from the dollar. Yep. These are the things that are gonna do this, right? You know, to me, we're we're talking about we're talking about America in the mid 1970s. Yeah, but see, but here's the, here's the difference, though. America in the 1970s, you know, we we had not divorced ourselves from who we who we were. No, no, no. But Jerry, we've well, lost confidence but, in but ourselves. We've lost confidence in ourselves, and 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 we were in the wilderness, and and America was sheepish, and we had a we had a weak president uh, who made mistake after mistake, and it took, frankly, I think what's going to happen is we need something on the level, and I don't want to, I'm going to say it. We need something on the level of the Iranian hostage situation, um, you know, to to sort of give America the wake up call that that it needs. Well, I I, I agree with you in principle. I don't think yeah. the left has jumped the shark either. Yeah. I'm hopeful that it. I'm hopeful. Well, I mean, I wish I I, I mean, wish that I wish that was the moment. I I look and and I, and I and again I don't mean to be a, just a despair a, a despairing person today, but I I think America our culture. Our school systems, our public education, our our our, our universities, our corporate boardrooms, our military—we're we're too warped. And I'll give you an example I, of that. I, yeah. Okay. Um, and this is uh, from the, the our friends on on the left. So Chicago is a Democrat city. I don't expect a Republican right. or conservative to win in Chicago or Baltimore or or for that matter New York and other in other cities, but. There really was a, a, a battle in Chicago for the mayoralship between a, a very aggressive progressive, um, a radical Marxist uh, race baiter versus uh, uh, one of the remnants, uh, uh, reminders of what centrist Democrats look like and uh, the the radical one. Yeah. And, and how he won was through. Uh, through the media uh, uh, allowing for misinformation and lies, uh, he rallied uh, racial resentment, and uh, and he uh, had the powerful on his side. In this case, it was the Chicago teacher right. teachers union. And so, 
That's the model for the left and why they're going to keep on winning elections. They match, uh, uh, they match uh, racial resentment or, or, or resentment, you know, the equity resentment uh, with uh, their powerful allies, and they win. That's how they well, won and, in Wisconsin. And, and, and at the same time, by making their opponents toxic and try yeah, and tied right. to toxic figures, this is the thing. I don't, I, 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 I don't see that changing. Well, and I don't see it changing either. And this is the thing, as I said this on John Justice's show yesterday morning. I, I, I made the point about this, this indictment of Donald Trump being exactly what they want, right? Because at this point, right, the trial's not going to happen until next December, right, as the GOP is moving into... It's uh, right. It's, it's uh, primary season. Democrats are doing this as well. If if Joe Biden gets a uh, a challenger, which I don't think he's going to, so Joe Biden has no challenger. He is just able to run for president. But Republicans are going to be falling all over themselves, and and all of the oxygen is going to be taken up by Donald Trump and Donald Trump's trial. Whether right. or not Donald Trump can be on the ballot, whether or not uh, uh, Donald Trump is being persecuted. All of these things, right? And God forbid, you know, Trump gets indicted by in in Georgia and and indicted in uh, uh, by the DOJ for January six, right? All of these things will just galvanize a Republican base in support of Donald Trump, and this is exactly what the left wants. Yes, because because yes. in the end, they want Donald Trump to be the nominee. That's but yes, again, they want. That's the that that is that's the that's the secret, the open secret. Right. Uh, the left want Donald Trump. And I and, think, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me yeah, be really you're right. And I think they want him now. I know there are some who disagree and you may disagree with me on this, Jerry, but I think that, that because the Republicans still have not learned why they lost structurally in 2020 and 2022 and have not yep. done anything to deal with it, that, that the Biden team, Biden thinks, and I think they'll do it successfully that they can make Trump so toxic that they just pull off a handful of voters here, a handful yeah, of voters there. You're right. You're hundred so, percent okay. right. So I said this yesterday. They won't even have to cheat this time. Right. And this is what I said. <laughs> I said this yesterday on John's show and I immediately got attacked by ardent Trump supporters. And, 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 it, and this is, this is the problem. Right. The problem is they can't think empirically. And, I, you know, I pointed this out. I said, listen, I don't think you really heard what I said. I didn't say necessarily that it would be uh, Joe Biden would beat Donald Trump easily. Go back and listen to what I said. Here is what I said. No, right. I don't want to listen to what you said. By the way, you're a fat guy. You know, I had some guy who said I looked essentially looked like uh, Chris Christie's retarded brother. <laughs> I love it. Right. That is so right, funny. Right, right. But as a oh. way of getting a rise out of me, to which I said, okay, so you have no arguments, so you're going to make fat jokes. Like, I don't know that I'm a fat guy. <laughs> okay, tell me something I don't know. Oh, um, Lord. And, 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 you know, and none of them would answer, right? You know what, though? But, Andrew, again, going back to a topic we've talked about, this is the we are moving. This person was educated in the public school system. This person might have been of the two generations that, I, that I've already spoke about, uh, about how they don't understand history or, or the or they can't think for themselves. We've yes. raised we've raised two generations of folks. Uh, we, we not to think critically, but to tell them what to think. And that impacts no. the right as well as the left. Uh, but but the funny thing is this. Oh. Oh, okay. Funny thing is this, and I want to say something. Yeah, the funny thing is, is that again, this is a very kind of like uh, a despairing uh, a conversation for the future. But again, I want to say this again: it's the third or fourth time I said it during the program. 
I do think all of this is our fault. Right. And if it's our fault, we can correct it and at least for the short term uh, make some positive differences. We, I'm my, let me be clear about this. Yeah. I'm not saying give up. I'm not saying don't. I'm saying no. double down. And if you haven't been engaged, I look, I said it on the air last week, we had Christians murdered and Joe Biden and his spokesperson never said the word Christian. Right. And they can't, uh, and they, and they refuse to call it a hate crime. Right. And, and, and the thing is my, 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 uh, my cry uh, on Sunday was where's the archdiocese of Baltimore right. of, of Washington? Where are the assemblies of God? Where is the Baptist church? Where are the church leaders? Where, where are the moms and dads? Take back the public square. We can do that, right? And and this is and this is what this is. But what Trump's not going to do it for us. Well, and this is this my, you know this this, is, this 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 kind of this 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 cult of personality. We need a savior, which is why I don't like the language. Uh, we we need our we need another Reagan. We don't need another Reagan. Well, no. What we need is is for moms and dads to simply speak the truth. Be good parents. Have dinner with your kids, and yeah. so you you know you, you know what they're being taught in the schools. Push back. Don't be afraid to be embarrassed. Don't mistake kindness for love. Right? Love love can be ugly. I mean, look, it's Good Friday, uh, and and Christ on the cross. That is an ugly scene. It's the most loving the most loving event in human history is also absolutely bloody and ugly. And right. so this idea that we have to be nice and kind in order to be loving is not truth. In fact, I want you, I, I want to challenge myself and I want you to always correct me on this. All right. I'm never going to say the phrase, uh, speak the love and truth. I yes. think that is a, I, I think speaking the truth is love. Yes. Even if it's an uncomfortable truth. Well, especially nowadays. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's, and this is the, when, when things get to the point where we are, where you have to speak the truth because things have gotten so off the rails, it may sound ugly and hateful, right? The idea of, you know, the, this, this idea that if you, if you, if you say, you know, Dylan Mulvaney is a, it, it, you know, I know John justice says this jokingly, but he's cosplaying as a woman, you know, what does it, that's exactly true. Yes. That's exactly yes. what this person is doing. Right. And, and, and the point is, and, and how offensive it is and should be to women and young girls who are out there, you know, this a, a, again, circling back to what the Biden administration is doing just announced they haven't put it up. I, I actually was going to share it with everybody. Yeah. They haven't put it up on the federal register yet, but they announced yesterday that they are going to have a rulemaking. And, and I want to, let me, let me draw a thread here. As we are also focused on, or the media is telling us to be focused on Donald Trump and Donald Trump's indictment. We talked about it for a couple of minutes here. As we're talking about what's going on in Congress and the personalities there and Marjorie Taylor Greene going up in, on 60 Minutes, whatever, the Biden administration has been doing rulemaking after rulemaking. Let me explain. Even if Congress doesn't pass a law nowadays, but the, the, when, when, a, when, a, when an agency, when, a, when an administration wants to make changes to the law, they change the rules, the regulations that are out there, and they go through what's called a rulemaking process. We, I'm not going to get into the, 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 the vagaries here, but the point is, on every major issue that we have been talking about, whether it is educational freedom and the First Amendment on college campuses, whether it is acts of conscience and who, in terms of the medical profession, cannot perform abortions if they want to, to now the issue of transgenderism 
in sports at the at the high school level and 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 lower college college level college level the administration is doing rulemakings on these things they are changing federal government policies active now listen when i got been involved in in the regulatory process you know i'm usually dealing with stuff having to do with you know rules that have some kind of an economic impact like uh, like what the the department of labor was doing earlier this year on the gig economy but now we're talking about rules that deal with social issues and and uh and and how we go down that road i'm just trying to well think- again to your own point the the uh not by legislation not even by rulemaking i don't think andrew but this executive order signed by the president from a couple three weeks ago uh, uh, to enforce equity uh, in all the government uh, uh, government agencies and programs uh, is is turning into this uh, this this monster uh, this monster uh, uh, executive order right. that's forcing uh, medical students to take uh, uh, loyalty uh, oaths. Yeah, yes. yeah, in yes. America. So, so the, the the point is, this stuff is happening in a very real and substantive way, and we've got to pay greater attention to it. Jerry, we we've been going for an hour. I know it's Good Friday. Again, I don't want to take Friday. up too much of your time. Listen, yeah. I, I I want to say that, and I know you wanted to talk about this too. Um, I, I put up the show on uh, on Monday morning. Um, um, about uh, Cameron Gray, yeah, uh, my very good friend, Jerry's friend as well um and for well, you, you you introduced me to cameron and, yes. and i know he's your good friend but let, let me say this about him um i've never met or i've met very few uh men women with the kind of sense of humor and the talent that he had yeah um one of the funniest uh one of the again most talented uh I always thought that Cameron Gray uh, could have been a rock star. Absolutely, uh, uh, in terms radio. of radio and hundred percent and and culture and and he had a very unique way, in a phrase and a in a in a in a, in a quip uh, to to make to make a point and yeah. make you laugh at the same time. And 100%. So I've been praying for his wife. I really have, and I, I've talked about it with my family. I'm I'm shocked that 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 he's gone and. Uh, and it's uh, it's caused me to 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 really think differently this week about my health, about my 100%. family, about about wanting to make a difference in the world. And so I I, I don't mean to that's what I have to Please. say about him. No, and, I had um, my I yeah. had my I had my ten minute monologue on Monday yeah. about this, Jerry, and you 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 weren't there, uh, so you're welcome to sort of monologue about this. Um, for those of you who missed it, you can go back and 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 listen to it. We also appended to that. Uh, episode 166 of the old Langer cast, Everybody Hates Langer, right? I mean, what Jerry's talking about here, right? Right. So, so literally, we're sitting down to do a show, and all of a sudden, Cameron comes out and says, you know, Langer, I was talking to some guy, and somebody Jerry and I both know, um, um, I'm going to say this as code, he's a, a second-tier writer, he's a, a, a B-list writer, um <laughs> somebody somebody will be able to figure out who that is yeah um and he and he just he hates you he just <laughs> he hates you why do people hate you how do you how do you piss off people that much which I know um uh, but um uh yeah so so uh compass media by the way folks um compass media has so you understand so cameron he was a radio producer uh had been producing podcasts for the last couple of years 
Um, but during the football season, I don't know if you know this, Jerry, you may not know this every weekend during the pro football season, uh, Cameron worked with compass media, uh, to do audio production for NFL football games. Oh yeah. I knew that. You sure. Yeah. So he would fly out every weekend to, uh, um, uh, Arrowwood stadium or Arrowhead stadium in, in, uh, what was Kansas city or, or, or wherever, you know, out in California. And he would, it would, it's funny. I've been trying to find a clip. And I can't find it. Um, but there's a really great clip from the 90s on the old Don and Mike show where Rob Spiewak from the Don and Mike show is talking to Jack Kent Cook. And Cameron had been, I guess, when he was holding the parabolic mic on the edge of the field at a football game, somehow he got, he got, there was a play and he got trampled by the football players. <laughs> and, 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 Rob Spiewak was asking Jack Kent Cook about that and and about you know the G Gordon Liddy show and Kent Cook uh kept referring to G Gordon Libby as a uh, G Gordon Liddy as G Gordon Libby. Gordon Libby. Gordon Libby. He speaks a lot of truths. Anyway, I I've, I've been trying to find that. Just the but that's just it. Um I I anyway, I, I said it on Monday. Um yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss it. It, it was I don't even remember. I, I got the I got the word. I, I got a um I got a text message from, or I, yeah I I got a couple of phone calls from John Pop. And John's another good guy and yeah, and John, someone John and Cameron. I I met Cameron actually through Andrew but yes. but but in my mind it was always it was always John and Cam you know what I mean yes, it was absolutely they were the always together, together and well yeah. the two of them had worked together at Superstation WJFK they produced yeah, yeah. for G Gordon Liddy. Both of them were were regulars on the old Don and Mike show. And Pop is such a good guy. A oh, really, he's a mensch. A good, a good guy. I said Cameron's a mensch. Pop's a mensch. Yeah, yeah. Pop's now at the Heritage Foundation. Yeah. And and I thought literally thought Pop was going to borrow needed to borrow a piece of equipment from me because he and I had. But you were at a family event and and you got the phone calls and yeah. you called me that night. It was ten o'clock. I'm like, yeah. isn't he at the? Isn't he at the event? Uh, I was. And yes. uh, and I picked and, up. I was I was I was actually a little nervous that something happened with you. Yeah. Well, and, and that's uh, exactly it. And then and yeah, then yeah. when. When I got a couple of phone calls from Cameron's phone, I literally thought it was another friend of ours. Who, and then, and then, and then we got the. You know what? So but here's just, my point. Compass yeah. Media has set up a memorial fund. Uh, I've been tweeting out about it. I've put it up on Facebook. I'll put it up on the Andrew Langer Show play page. If you knew of Cameron, uh, this is a memorial fund to help his wife. His wife is a realtor, and I'm not sure how much real estate she's going to be able to do uh, while you know while she's mourning. I mean, she is. This shattered her world. Um, uh, she had, she and Cameron had been together for many years. Um, they were each other's rocks and this has shaken her to her foundation. So I'm sorry, Jerry, go ahead. Well, and again, it's Holy week, uh, Easter, Easter's coming up. And, and again, we're talking politics. Um, and, 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 you know, what what happened, uh, a couple of weeks ago at the covenant Christian school, uh, what's been happening in our culture with the very aggressive, very violent trans movement? What we're seeing from this presidency in terms of uh, tethered from the Constitution, uh, you know, uh, politicized, weaponized government, uh, the Trump indictment. Um, you know, there's a lot that's scary. And and then and on top of that, uh, Cameron Gray his passing away. Right. Uh, it really has forced me to think that. Now, more than ever, it's important to speak the truth. Right. It's important to get your life right. 
uh, it's well, important to to understand. Look, we're not going to change Joe Biden, you and me, Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers. But if we could if we could influence and persuade one of our listeners and that listener persuades two of of her children and two of her children persuade six of their friends, six of their friends, then persuade a teacher, a teacher, then persuade. My point is, is that, you know, and I've been watching The Chosen, too. Um, oh, I need to watch. And that. and, you know, and, and you know, Jesus never did anything great in terms of of what we assign greatness. He was never a king or a military general. He didn't travel many miles from where he was born, never le left his own country, um, didn't write a great book or a song, didn't do any of the things that we associate with greatness. But but the fact of the matter is, whether you believe him to be the Messiah, the Christ or not, uh, he has impacted uh, humankind, human right. history, more than any other individual. The, the, and, endurance, and, the endurance of Christianity. And, but but here's, and here's the point to this and, and to our conversation. But he did it, one at a time. Yeah. We don't have to change the Congress today. We don't have to change CNN today. But every engagement is an opportunity to speak the truth. And I think if more of us simply spoke the truth, our culture would improve, our teachers, our public school systems would improve, our our universities, our politics, our culture all would improve. But it, yeah, and at and it would and it certainly if you speak the truth it saves you in terms of the sanity. You encourage others to speak the truth. Yeah, that's it, good for it, yourself. It, it helps to save us from the mass insanity. Listen, I, I want to say this much. It's sort of last comments about this. The the only comfort, or one of the comforts, one of the only comforts I have in 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 terms of this passing of Cameron Gray, is that I know how Cameron, how I Cameron, I know that Cameron knew how I felt about him, and that he knew that I knew how he felt about me. I, you know, I know, I know, I, listen, I know the same thing with the, the guy that I do this podcast with Jerry, Jerry knows how I feel about him. I know how he feels about me. And, and there's great comfort in that. And you never know. No. So share with those you love that you love them. Speak the truth. Speak the truth. You know, and, don't, and, don't, don't, don't go to bed angry. Don't, don't, don't have a fight with your kid and she goes off the university and you might not, you know, don't, don't do that. There's no, there's no, there's no know, good reason to do those I, things. I've, I've, I've told this story. Maybe I haven't told the story. You know, it was during the pandemic. Um, I had a, a, and I don't have many fights with my kids. I, I got really, really angry with my younger one. And I, I got the, you know, I, 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 and it was something just so stupid. And, you know, we had a conversation about it and, and I was so glad I understood. I felt bad. It was horrible about having been angry at her. And since then, it's just a matter of, you know, making sure that I have a better understanding of what's going on in her mind. Anyway, that's a total, total digression here. Um, Jerry, you're on, on Sunday. I am on Sunday, Easter Sunday. So we'll, we'll have a Are special. You? Yeah, Easter Sunday. You are you are going to go in and do the show. Oh yeah, on Sunday. I I've, 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 I don't think I've missed an Easter Sunday. Good. And uh, and uh, I'll uh, I'll wear my Easter my Easter suit, go into Good. the uh, uh, go into the studio, and then go uh, to church. But um, yeah. But I, I again, you know, um, I um, I just expect more of the same on on Sunday. We're going to just Good. talk about the truth, and we're going to, uh, you know, I, I don't say this enough. I, I you know because we talk about politics so much. I, I, you know, if there's no hopelessness 
uh, if you have Jesus. Right. And uh, and the way our culture is now, I think that's our only hope. And I've said this to you before. I, uh, you know, the only hope we have uh, is Jesus. And so we got to we got to get there. And right. uh, anyway, you know, so what, what do I always say, Andrew? Find the truth. Oh, no, no, you're not. You're not going there. Oh, well, go you ahead. Go in there. Just say that. No, no, no go, go ahead. ahead. Go. No, no. I was just going to say th this much because we're I do. I like to do the appearances first and then we go back to this. Uh, I'm in for Steve Gruber uh, yep. on Monday. Steve Gruber, uh, uh, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, he's There's something else happening on Monday. What else is happening on Monday? Oh, I thought you loved me. Oh, it's your birthday. Yes. Yes, it's your birthday on Monday. Yes, of course. Well, there you go. Well, I got to I got to Oh, I should have wear my same patch. The yes. patch the, the 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 Irish hat that you uh the, I'll, you wear, yes, I'll wear I'll wear it. Do yeah. that. Yeah. Good. Uh yes, Jerry's Jerry's birthday is Monday. Um um but yeah, I'm in for Steve Gruber. I am in for Larry O'Connor the following Monday and Tuesday. That's great. Wow. Uh on WMAL the Superstation. Uh, so go and go and check that out. New episode of Federal News uh, Lunch Hour with Federal Newswire drops on Monday as well for Jerry's birthday. Um, and then there was something else, and I forgot what it was. And don't worry about it. We'll we'll get to it. Jerry, what do you want folks to do? Find the truth, plant your feet, stand firm. God bless you all. Have a great week, everybody. Have fun, and please stay safe.